This is Nadia with Art of Seal, and you're listening to Wine and Wednesdays. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if today is your first episode, welcome. I truly appreciate the support. If this is not your first episode, thank you for tuning in tonight as we talk about the grass being greener on the other side of the street. I want to discuss why it seems as if other couples are happier in their marriages than you are in yours. Remember, Art of Sia focuses on three key ideas. Seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Begin to tune into these so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. One of my favorite sayings is, the grass is greener on the other side of the street, but they have a higher water bill. So let me explain exactly what I mean by this. In order for grass to be green, it needs water. And since mother nature doesn't allow it to rain every day, you must water the grass to make sure that it gets the proper amount of water. But when you turn on your sprinklers, the water department is going to bill you for every gallon you use, right? So as you sit on your side of the street admiring your neighbor's green grass, you must also consider the amount of money they spend on their water bill. Are you willing to do the same? In relationships, I need you to consider this. So when you look at couples around you who seemingly have successful marriages, I want to challenge you to ask yourselves, what do they do behind closed doors that you are not privy to? You're married now and you've got a seat at the table, so it's extremely important that you surround yourself with people who have successful marriages so that you can be part of these critical conversations because it just really is not a secret as to what it takes. But how are you going to learn how to be happily married if all your friends are single or if your married friends are unhappy? You cannot learn what it takes from people who don't have the knowledge and the experience to teach you. You can't learn from someone who has not been where you're going. So this is why it is so important to pick your village wisely. If you want to be a millionaire, you cannot surround yourself by people who have bad credit and don't know how to budget. People who spend without having any regards to to money. You've got to surround yourself by people who are millionaires so that you can mimic their behavior. Same goes for weight loss. If you really want to look good in a bikini, you're going to go for a trainer who has a body similar to the one that you want. You're not going to go out here and try to hire someone who is 200 pounds overweight to teach you how to become strong. It just makes sense. You should keep company with people who have what it is that you want. Be eager to learn from your friend's struggles so that you can identify yours quicker. But more importantly, all of these friends, they already have the tools needed. So let them equip you with those tools to help you overcome your storms. Wine and Wednesdays is my table to you and I want to invite you all in. Pull up a chair, have a seat, grab a glass of wine because baby... That green grass needs more than water to flourish. And marriages need more than love. Love 
is not enough. Let me say that again to all you newlyweds out there. Love is not enough. My grass is greener than yours. Why? Well, divorce was never an option in my marriage. When we got into our storm, giving up was something that neither of us wanted. Happily married is what we wanted. That was our end goal. It's the only thing that we saw for our future. And so I can remember a time when it was not pleasant and I kept telling myself that this moment too shall pass. The moment that we were currently in, I told myself would be our lowest. I remember saying to myself, I never wanted to get into that place again. If I didn't want a divorce, being unhappy was not the solution. The only alternative was to figure it out. And that's exactly what we did. My grass is greener than yours because we built our foundation while we were dating. Weak things are not meant to last. When you first plant grass seeds, I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, like, you know, if you just bought a house and there is no lawn, so you plant seeds. The people tell you to water, 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 but don't expect much growth during that first year. Why is that? Because the root system is being established. This is what the years prior to marriage should be about. Focusing on building your foundation so that when tough times occur, you can actually get through your storm. Do not be fooled by the illusion that successful marriages have had no storms. Do not be fooled by the illusion that in order to be happily married, you never fight. Please recognize that your marriage will go through a storm and that in order to be successful, you must have a strong foundation. Focus on the foundation while you guys are dating. My grass is greener than yours because we were willing to make sacrifices. So let me tell you a quick story. I started dating my husband in 2000 and I was straight out of college. We dated for six and a half years before we got married. So from 2000 to 2006, my husband and I collectively owned 12 rental properties. But then the market crashes shortly after we get married, shortly after we had just built our first home, and shortly after I, I had gotten pregnant with my first child. Y'all, a storm has hit. I worked my nine to five so that we had a roof over our heads and health insurance. He hustled to make his dream comes true. But guess what we didn't do? Shopping luxurious vacations, new cars. Nope. We did none of this during this time. We sacrificed because it needed to be done. Money goes quickly, but we were both patient enough to realize that this storm too shall pass, but we had to sacrifice our immediate wants for our future desires. And I think Kanye says it best. Having money isn't everything, but not having it is. Financial stability is one of the top three reasons couples divorce. Make sure you're handling your money properly. So what does this look like? Well, everyone's situation, of course, is going to be a little bit different. But let's say, for example, your spouse provides you the luxury to be a stay-at-home mom. 
Okay. So you're staying at home while he goes out and works. Do you understand what it takes to supply you with this luxury life? It is difficult and stressful to be the sole provider for a family. How are you showing your appreciation? Let me ask you this. Why aren't you working? Is it because the money you make is less than childcare and therefore it makes a financial sense to stay home? Okay, that makes sense. Or are you staying at home simply because you don't want to sacrifice time with your child? So in other words, you're being selfish. If you're staying home and someone else is taking care of you, like your husband, what sacrifice are you making to show your appreciation? While your husband is sacrificing time with his family, time to rest and rejuvenate, time to even just simply enjoy his house, what are you doing to make sure he understands that the sacrifice is worthwhile? You must make sacrifices in order to get what you want. Nothing comes for free. So let's go ahead and take our wine break. Okay. So today I have a um, wine from my Naked Wines Club. It is a D.H. Elliott California Pinot Grigio. It is from 2020. And I actually kind of like this. It's pretty good. It's a light, refreshing, and it is a perfect drinking white wine that will last you all summer. Now, on one of the notes on the Naked Wines website, it says, enjoy this lively white within a year of receiving it from the freshest fruity flavors possible. And remember, I just told you this, this was a 2020. Okay, so now... Let me tell you something. I just got back from Greece. Now, while we were over in Greece, we were in Santorini. It was an amazing, amazing trip. And you know what? We were actually celebrating a girlfriend of mine's 20th wedding anniversary. Oh my goodness. People are still staying married, y'all. Yes. What's up, y'all? Happy anniversary. Anyway, we went to a winery while we were there. Actually, we went to a couple of them. It was like, you know, on a wine tour. And one of the things that I learned about white wines is that if you look at the wine in the glass and you hold it up to something white so that you can truly see the color of the wine. And then it's gonna be, you know, kind of like yellowish. So it's gonna kind of go from like a color of a lemon maybe to something like a really deep, like a gold color. Well, the longer the wine ages, the deeper the color gets. And I've realized that I kind of like a little lighter colored wine. So I would really need to start paying attention to the years on the bottles because it really does mean something, um, you know, for your own individual taste. So it's actually kind of interesting. The more and more I learn about this, um, it's really, really interesting. And it is a science to this wine stuff. You know, before it was always like, I just drank what I liked and I'm just gonna continue to do that. But I think now that it can be a little bit more refined and, and have a reason for why I'm selecting wines. Okay, take a sip. All right, let's go ahead and get back into this quickly. So, my mother said to me, I can remember her saying, 
don't start anything, you don't want to continue. Now, this was the only piece of marital advice my mother gave me. That's it. And for those of you who do not know, my parents were married for 44 years when my mother passed. 44 years. Why aren't we talking to our daughters, to our nieces, our girlfriends about how to stay married for 44 years? I am sure she had some stories to tell me. And I just can't help but think about all the lessons that she learned that I could have benefited from because I'm sure her experiences were not hers alone. Why do we keep secrets from each other, ladies? Are we afraid of being judged because our marriages aren't as strong as they appear? Can we please stop feeding into the illusion that marriages are easy because they are not? But in order for us to feel safe on sharing this type of information with our girlfriends, we're going to have to stop judging them. Women, we got to do better. Please stop judging me for what I do to keep peace in my home. I choose to be happy. This is a conscious decision that I make every day. Having peace in my home brings me happiness. And I've learned over the years that not all battles are meant to be fought. I've learned that pride has no place in a marriage. I've learned that it's okay to apologize first. I do not demand that my husband be someone he's not, and therefore I've learned to accept him in the place that he is. I've learned to set realistic expectations of him. Now, you might not like that. You might think, looking from the outside in that he needs to do more. He should be treating me a certain way. And, you know, you've got your own opinion. You have absolutely no clue as to what goes on in my home and in my heart. So please stop being so judgmental and sit back and observe. You actually might learn something. But let's be honest. What works for me and my husband may not work for you. My marital issues may or may not be your issues. Everybody is different and therefore every relationship is different. The point I am trying to make here is that all relationships need structure. Define what this looks like for you. Commit to being happy And let's stop keeping secrets, ladies. Remember, you did not get into a marriage to preserve your single self. I've adapted to being a wife. Maybe you should too. All right, so let's go ahead and recap for a second here. My favorite, favorite saying, the grass is greener on the other side of the street. But your neighbors do not rely solely on Mother Nature to tend to its needs. They water the grass. They fertilize it. They make sure it has sun. They pull the weeds and cut the grass. So just like grass needs more than water to thrive, relationships need more than love to survive. You have got to start preparing for these storms because they're coming. But they come and they go. Build a strong foundation so that you can weather the storm. 
Take time to learn each other's triggers so that you can avoid them. Pick your battles wisely and show your spouse grace. There's strength in numbers, ladies. Can we please start surrounding ourselves with people who have healthy relationships so that we can learn from them? It takes a village. Pick yours wisely. And lastly, you must be willing to make sacrifices. There are two people in the marriage. You cannot expect that 100% of your needs are going to be met 100% of the time. You will need to compromise for the betterment of the marriage. Water, weed, fertilize, and feed your marriage. But please do not fall for the illusion that love will see you through. I said it before and I'll say it again. Love is not enough. All right. Thank you so much for sticking with me today. As we went through, the grass is greener. You too can be happier. Let's work on that. It is in your future if you want it to be. Um, It is obtainable. So if you would please, please go out to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at art.of.sia. I would really, really, truly appreciate that. If you want to go ahead and message me with any questions, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, go out to artofsia.com. There is a contact me button. Go ahead and shoot me an email, fill out that form, and I will get back to you with some um, options on digging deeper into your own relationship so that we can get to the end goal of, of being happy in our marriages. All right. Until next time, take care of each other.